Okay, I'm Chris Avina, and welcome to another episode of American Outdoor News Podcast. Today we're going to be speaking to Sheriff David Clark, and we're going to be coming into this interview already in session. Uh, criminal offenders, born streets, and we can uh, get them off the streets so that civil life can return. Now, the um, they are looking to... Um, approve uh, lawsuits for gun manufacturers um, where you can basically sue a law, uh, gun manufacturer for a, a, a shooting incident. What about car companies? Somebody gets killed in a car wreck. Um, somebody gets cut with a knife. What, where does it end? What, what kind of precedence does this end? Well, you know, a lot of these end up being thrown out by the federal courts as it, as it moves higher up in the food chain. Uh, you sell a product, you have a uh, responsibility to some sort of, you know, safety about that thing. That's why we put warning labels on things, right? Produce alcohol, they put a warning label. Pregnant yeah. women and whatnot shouldn't consume alcohol. Smoking cigarettes is hazardous to your health. That's reasonable. All right, but then the people who smoke the cigarettes, they know they're assuming that risk. And then all of a sudden uh, they get cancer or whatever and they wanna sue the tobacco company. I mean, these are things that have happened. But like you said, you know, I like the, the, the example of the automobile. If I take an automobile and I drive drunk and I kill somebody, you know what? We don't allow people to sue the auto manufacturer or the dealer for selling that car. We punish the drunk driver. And the same thing should happen with uh, gun manufacturers. Somebody uses a firearm, we punish the person that used the firearm. As long as that gun was sold, lawful, sold lawfully, uh, that the FFL or whatever didn't engage in some sort of illegal practice, if that happens, okay, then sue that individual, but not the person that made the product. You mentioned stabbings. Stabbings were on the rise in the United States for a while. Are we gonna allow people to sue a knife company or a knife maker because some idiot perpetrator used it to stab or, or maim or injure somebody. Um, this is getting away from our original uh, theme behind jurisprudence. We identify those individuals directly involved in an incident and we punish them individually and we punish them directly, not people who are not involved in it. Here's another offshoot. Some goof takes a gun and walks into a school and starts mowing down kids like he's at a video arcade, and then you're gonna infringe on my rights? I didn't do that. I would never do yep. something like that, and I own guns. Why are you gonna punish me? Punish the idiot that did it. But this gun movement is strong. This gun movement is active, and they're feeling their oats right now, and every time there's a mass shooting, they're up and I own more gun control. Gun control is not the issue. When we start to focus on the behavior, and you know the anti-gun people, they know this. They know the gun's not the problem, but they want to continue to demonize it to get unsuspecting support um, from people throughout the United States that aren't really that you know engaged in this. But they start to listen to all this propaganda and say, yeah, maybe we should do something to control guns. That is an individual right. It's not a group right. And that's why I say if some idiot uses that tool in a, in a manner it was not designed to do. Don't take my rights away. Don't infringe on my rights. Don't make it more difficult for me to exercise the Second Amendment. That is an individual right. And I, as an individual, didn't violate anything. 
you know, you got um, uh, ATF uh, trying to uh, place David Chipman into into running the ATF. Uh, he's known to be anti Second Amendment. Uh, how can we put somebody like that into running the ATF? Well, you can't. The guy's unfit uh, to serve because he doesn't have an open mind. He already has an angle. Uh, he believes in restricting people's Second Amendment freedoms. That's why Joe Biden uh, wants him there. That's why the anti-gun movement wants him there. But it is uh, incumbent and it is uh, imperative that the GOP on the Hill in the uh, confirmation process make it clear he's not fit to be the, to, to, to do this and to try to block the nomination uh, from happening. And, and all I got to do is get a couple of uh, Second Amendment supporting Democrats to come on board and we're coming up into an election year next year and they got to think about that. If you're a Democrat claiming you support the Second Amendment and you vote for, for this, there needs to be accountability back home uh, for that vote. Uh, I think to keep the pressure on and force Biden to withdraw that nomination and put somebody in there a little more reasonable. Yeah, it's going to be a liberal, a progressive. Yeah, it's going to be somebody who, you know, isn't real fond of the Second Amendment, but that person has unlimited power and authority to uh, issue directives on, on gun ownership and gun possession. He doesn't have to change the law. He can issue a directive as to how the ATF is going to operate and has the effect of law. So they have to do everything they can to keep these type of people out of these powerful positions. Well, I think what we're seeing right now is we're seeing um, the far left. Uh, they're, they're coming up with such out of the out of the ballpark uh, legislation or or you know bills and the moderates are not going along with it so that's why they're not pushing anything through senate it's never going to get approved uh especially with uh gun issues you know they have gun bills on the floor they're not even voting on it because they know they're not getting the votes well i mean let's be clear here you know there are very few moderates anymore in washington dc uh hard lines have been drawn on both sides there are any moderate uh, yes there are probably more moderate republicans than there are uh staunch conservatives but you know these are political fights and you know they're won through our institutions debate discussion dialogue trying to get people's uh you know they pay attention to the polls they do polling to see where the american people are at they want to be in line with that uh, but, you know, the, the Senate's divided 50-50, and, and that kind of mirrors the country. We're, we're divided that way politically. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, that makes, means that people have to work harder than to persuade, um, you know, their colleagues to vote a certain way. But, yeah, the extremism, the extreme lunatic fringe of the progressive left, the Democrat Party, is in control. It's not where America is at. You're seeing some of these issues where it's like 70-30 and 80-20 in favor of um, the more conservative way. You know, we are a center-right country. We are not a far-left country. We're not a far-right country either. And most politicians, the ones that are smart anyway, realize you better stay um, with your finger on the pulse of the American people because when you're not, they'll get rid of you in the next election. 100%. 100%. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today. Um, 
I like to, uh, you know, hopefully see you at uh, the NRA show or some of the other shows coming up. Lost you, but <laughs> um, thanks again for taking the time. And yeah, I think I think next year it's in Houston, so we'll see you. Depending schedule, depending September. Um, how can we find you? AmericasSheriff.com. Also, RiseUpWisconsin.com. I'm the president of that uh, 501c4, a nonprofit. It's a conservative uh, grassroots organizing effort here in the state of Wisconsin. I need people to go there. We need help from all over the place. Uh, we need donations. The, the issues we're taking on, election integrity, uh, you know, things like that cost money. So I need some help there. And also get my book, Cop Under Fire, Beyond Hashtags of Race, Crime, and Politics for Better America. All right. So definitely go to those sites. Check out with uh, what uh, Sheriff David Clark is talking about. He is a man that we need on our side. Thank you again. Subscribe to our podcast and appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks. You can catch me on Newsmax. I'm a contributor on Newsmax TV. Okay. Thanks again.